0: You're listening to the Vibrant Happy Women podcast, episode number 157. We're talking all about feng shui. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Dr. Jen Ride, former burned out mom of six turned happiness whisperer. And I'm here to help you get off that hamster wheel and make time for yourself without the guilt so you can live a balanced, calm, heart-centered life. With over 2.5 million downloads, this is the Vibrant Happy Women Podcast. Hey there, Jen Ride here, and we have a great episode for you today talking about decorating our homes according to the principles of feng shui. Now, I know all of you have heard about feng shui and have ideas. Sometimes a feng shui practitioner can give you advice that is a little bit complicated and a lot to do, but my guest today has a beautiful approach to feng shui, making it doable, practical, and helping you to create a home that feels really vibrant and happy. In this interview, Patricia shared a fantastic tip that has become my most favorite home decorating tip of all time. And hint, it has to do with vision boards. So listen for that. You'll hear the word vision board and you'll know that's what I'm talking about. It blew my mind. Listen for that in this interview. My guest today is Patricia Lohan, and she's the author of The Happy Home, A Guide to Creating a Happy, Healthy, Wealthy Life. Patricia has a gift for making feng shui simple and easy to understand and implement and helping women make their home magnetic to money, luck, and blessings. Who doesn't want that? Patricia shows you what they don't teach in school. She's a feng shui expert, a healer, and a passionate female entrepreneur originally from the west of Ireland and she has shaped her dream life living in Bali with her husband. If not working on her business, you'll find her practicing yoga, singing, dancing, or skiing. And she's currently based in the Alps for the ski season. Lucky you. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Welcome to the show. I heard before we turned on the recording, you said you're in Slovenia, correct? That's right. Yes, that's
1: right. Um, We wanted to just, we've done three rainy seasons in Bali and decided that we're like oh we want to ski we want to ski and we've created an online business we're like why we just go and ski then um so we packed up our bags in november and headed here and it's been great to experience a new country and get to ski and you know be in winter it's a very different phenomenon to bali
0: yeah for sure for sure my husband was born in slovenia so kind of interesting connection yeah have you been here He has. I have not. Although from the pictures, it's stunningly beautiful. And I don't think people are aware of it. It's just not on everyone's radar. You know,
1: honestly, it is so idyllic and beautiful and so small. You can get around it so quickly. So anybody that's listening that wants to come to a small European country that is just has everything like it has beach, it has lakes, it has mountains, and it has a lot of culture. So yeah, for sure,
0: I would highly recommend it for a trip. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's dive in with your favorite quote today, Patricia.
1: So my favorite quote is, be the change you want to
0: see in the world. Mm -hmm. I love that one. And how Mm -hmm. do you apply that one?
1: So I role model like living my dream life. So essentially, if I want to, I want people to be able, I really believe that you can be, do and have whatever you want, but you have to take action on it. And I am someone that takes action on all of my dreams, whether it is we're talking about going skiing, we're going skiing. And actually now this is something that we wanted to do. And literally a kind of a pivot has happened while we're here. And we're like, this has been good. Actually, I feel like I'm being called to New York now and we're just going to do it. And people kind of look at us and like, you're so brave. And I'm like, it's not brave. It's just following what feels good. And part of that mission of like, you know, be the change you want to see the world. I help people make their homes magnetic to success. I feng shui my house and I help lots of people like step into their power through doing that with their homes.
0: So feng shui, we all mm-hmm. imagine, I'm going to present what I think is a traditional view of it, of people who might not know much about it, but mm-hmm. we know it might involve moving things. Maybe you need a red door and maybe a mirror here, or, <laughs> but mm-hmm. let's back it up. What is feng shui and how can it help us feel the way we want to feel in our homes?
1: I love this question. And you know what, exactly what you said is so many people think that feng shui is about, and for me, I like to explain it like it's acupuncture for your home. So hmm. I don't tell people to knock any walls, to paint their front door red. Actually, red is a good color for some houses and not for others hmm. because every single house is unique. And just like an acupuncturist and um, sees a person and looks at their body, might they might have some indicators of what's going on. They'll have some tips to be able to, you know, eat healthy and get a little do some more exercise, and that on the outside. But I work with the hidden energy, the energy, the unseen energy. So when the acupuncturist checks your chi and the energy, what's going on, looks at your tiny eyes, and sometimes someone's house. And really, this is the, there's layers of it. So feng shui is really about creating a house, a happy home. Um, the words itself, it doesn't really matter how you say it, feng shui, feng shui, as long as you're kind of implementing it in some shape or form in your life and in your home, It's going to make your house and your life a lot smoother and happier Um, because um, originally when it was created and when it came about into formation, it was for um, in ancient times. People made their money from their harvests, So it's good health and good harvest. And if Mm -hmm. we have good health and we reap the harvest that we reap from whatever work we do is good, you know, I think we're going to be pretty happy people. And that's really what this is all about. It's creating an environment for what it is that you want to create in your life. So just like the harvest, like the farmer goes out and plants the seeds in the ground, he's only going to plant it on the best soil, the fertile soil. That's exactly what we do with people's homes, making their homes this fertile environment to support them with what it is they Hmm. want.
0: I love that. So you mentioned a happy home, and let's say... Mm -hmm someone listening. Okay, let's say everyone mm-hmm. listening has those moments where their home doesn't feel very happy. But let's say it's a high mm-hmm. conflict couple. And that was probably me and my husband in the past. But what would you say about that kind of energy if you came into someone's home and felt that hmm, something's off? I mean, where do you even start when you feel that energy?
1: So this is a great question again. And, you know, there's just like every, like I said, every single house is completely unique energy wise. And to be totally honest, I will get an indication of like when I'm walking in towards the door and I actually just work with clients online like 99% of the time now. But like when I would arrive, arrived, I would have arrived at someone's house, I would see in the outside to see, oh, what's going on on the outside? And um, just with the way it's set up, the location, the neighbors, having just a look around the feel of that. And then moving in on the outside, a house, absolutely beautiful like interior designed like perfect no clutter like immaculate house and yet there's still like that high intensity relationship issues like arguments or bickering or you know just negative things happening in a home and that for me is a big sign of that can kind of um, be a big sign of the house type being actually a house is bad for people and I don't want to freak people out because I really like focusing on the fact that anything that is happening in your home or, you know, as a result of moving your house. So I've had like clients who have, you know, had a happy, generally happily, happy life, a good relationship, and then they move house. And then it turns into this like arguments and bickering and crazy stuff going on with their children, sickness. And they're like, what's just happened? We just moved house. We were fine in the last house. And it's because this house is just a specific different energy. And the best part of feng shui is you can change it and make it better. And a lot of this, To do, it's kind of like the five element theory, which is again part of what we'd be working with in acupuncture and that um, working with the elements. So it's like bringing in elements like fire or water or metal um, into the space or plants to just balance and harmonize it.
0: So the five elements are fire, water, metal, plants, and air? Earth. Earth. Yeah. Earth. Okay. Earth. Earth. Yeah. Got it. My kids have watched Avatar, The Last Airbender, and they talk about these. So <laughs> it's so funny. I love it. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> and it's like, I think that one of the big things is that I'm a lot of, you know, how I got into feng shui was really in my late teens, and which is kind of weird, like an Irish girl from the West Coast of Ireland is like into feng shui, but we moved house a lot of times. And um, when I moved into, we moved into this new house and I had first free reign over like decorating my bedroom for the first time. And I came across feng shui and I asked for books about it. And I just like dived in and I was like, oh, my God, this is so amazing and it can help you with prosperity. and Your house could be bad for money and it could be this. And, blah, blah, blah. and I was like all over it. But. I got to a certain place in the book where it got a bit complicated and it was all numbers and crazy stuff. And that's why I actually wrote The Happy Home because people kept asking me for a book to recommend. And I was like, I want something that's easy for people to read because I don't want them to be like me where they got to a page and I closed the book and kind of forgot about it for 20 years. Um, in my, well, it wasn't quite 20 years, maybe 10 10 years when I decided to actually kind of came back in my, my sphere when I moved into a new apartment and I wanted to attract love into my life. And I created an environment that was aligned with calling in love into my life.
0: Ooh! So what does that look yes. like? So first of all,
1: like the nice thing is Every part of your home reflects a different parts of your life. So it's just like your body; like your organs have a job. Your heart, your lungs—they have a job. They're doing the job. Same as your house. So you have like a love and marriage area. So what I did was I energized the love and marriage area. So if that family is that couple are bickering a lot. First thing I would tackle in a house would be I would go and find the southwest area of their home and see what's in it. Like, and I would certainly place a picture of them on a really, you know, on like their engagement or a wedding picture or something that, that anchors in a really positive energy of them together. Now, I was single, so I want to attract love. So I put something in an image or a, a little statue, actually, of a couple dancing together. Um, and I placed that in my love and marriage area. I brought some like love rose quartz into my love and marriage area. And I just kind of like made the space like really clear of anything that was not like that was singular or on its own, because I was like, this needs I need to think in pairs. And then I set my bedroom up again. This is something I would look at for that couple as well. That You know, that hypothetical couple, I would look at their bedroom and be like, what's in their bedroom that is not aligned with these three words, rest, romance, relaxation, three words. You know, so if you're like, you know, a couple and you have like kids, maybe one of the kids is coming in and sleeping in the bed. And you're like, OK, this isn't going to be rest romance or relaxation time to create clearer boundaries. You know, this is a room for intimacy. It's for only the two of you. So it's about what is in the room that's not aligned with it. Is are you bringing your work to bed? Like, do you have your laptop in, under the bed, slid under the bed? or Books um, that are not like aligned with what's kind of going on present. So, you know, I've often gone to bedrooms and there's like a library in the bedroom
0: huh? <laughs> I'm laughing because that's me and I have my yeah. I set up my work in the bedroom my desk right now okay. I'm in the bedroom oh my goodness you're gonna shame me so, no. <laughs> no no no
1: I and mean, you know what this is okay so I'm totally able to help you with this and be like, give you some suggestions for this because I have clients who have exactly the same situation they have like they need to create a space in their house where they can get quiet and do their work and you know It's about the boundaries when it comes to this situation of you working in your office, working in your bedroom, like creating a clear boundary between work and like rest romance and relaxation. So whether you clear off that desk at night and you put everything away, you put a little off sign, you put a small little throw over your desk and you're just like, okay, I'm off because it'll be hard to switch off from work and kind of be able to be like oh i'm in my restaurant romance relaxation mode and in your bedroom as well it's important to have like a picture of you know yourself and your husband or your partner or if you're single a picture of a couple so it's really but not just annual old picture of a couple like you want a picture of a couple that's like that's what i'm calling in and like that's what i'm attracting into my life because imagery in your house and i really like to um recommend Making your house like a vision board for what you want to create, like for what it is you want to call into your life, because yeah. your subconscious mind is taking in a lot of information as it walks through your house all the time. And if you're sleeping, and I have like this crazy story, <laughs> because I decorated our bedroom in Ireland, and it was. Beautiful master bedroom. I had it like a toy I was like rest, romance, relaxation. It was these beautiful pat- creams and golds and real luxurious like energy about it. And at the end of the bed, it happened to me. My love and marriage area, which might not happen for everyone in their bedroom, like or might not necessarily be your bedroom. And don't worry if it's the bathroom. Like you know, if the love and marriage area is there, you can still like put the picture in, put things in pairs, like you know, make sure it's clear clutter. But at the end of the bed in our house, it was Love and Marjorie. So I got this beautiful picture, a painting of a couple that I was like, that reminded me of our first date. And I didn't really take any more information, take any more note of it. I just put the picture up. And um, a few weeks later, my friend came over and she's like, oh my God, the house is lovely, showing with the room. And she looks at the picture and she's like, oh my God, there's you and Ken and there's Marley. And within six weeks of me poking, putting that picture up, not even kind of fully taking in what was in the picture. There was a woman in the picture had a little dog on a lead. And within six weeks of that picture, I had literally adopted a dog. My neighbor had rescued a dog. I adopted it. And it was identical to the one on the picture. This Ooh. little black curly haired one. And she's like, there's Marley. And I'm like, oh, my God. That oh, is so that is I weird. I have literally been bringing that into my life. So again, it's important as you move around your house and kind of look at the things that are up and that you're seeing regularly. Like for sure, if you do have a family, I would avoid having pictures of your family in your bedroom because you don't want them looking at you while you're in bed. Like Ah. this is rest (laughs)
0: romance, relaxation. Interesting. I've never thought of that, making your home a vision board for how you want it to be. Well, it's funny. I have a picture of my husband and I hanging on the wall, but how did it get there? Well, it used to be a different picture and my housekeeper took it down and put it up. And now I realize she must have known about feng shui (laughs) because it's been there ever since. Isn't that funny?
1: Oh my God, that is so good. And she really had like positive intentions for your relationship in your bedroom. Yeah. Because that is so good. Like just anchoring that in is so powerful. And I've had clients who literally messaged me after just doing that, like putting a picture of them in their bedroom. something in their love and marriage area and be like oh my god things have really shifted you know and taking the work stuff and anything that's not related to you um rest romance and relaxation out of your bedroom like so like exercise equipment is exhausting you know
0: oh no I have that in the bedroom too oh my goodness maybe
1: cover it like (laughs) even just put something over whether you can put a little screen between it or you know and I'm I'm really one for being super practical you know I didn't say to you oh no you can't have your office in your bedroom you know I was like This is something we just work with what you've got. And Mm -hmm. I find a lot of people have like heard something about that's bad feng shui. Like, you know, you have to have your toilet, my toilet in this area of your home. And I'm like, that's not practical. There's lots of houses in the, you know, that may not be. Perfect feng shui. And even I seriously don't know if I've ever come across a house that's like exactly perfectly feng shui. There's things that are going to, but it's many, many layers. So you've got these small tips at the top. So which would be like, you know, the pictures and the art and keeping your toilet seat down so money doesn't rush out the toilet, you know, and making sure your front door is easy to open so you can bring the energy into your home. And that's kind of like the tip of the iceberg. And every little thing that you do is going to change your interpretation of your house and start to care for it a little bit more. And then you go down to the next level kind of in the iceberg where the water sinks down a little bit and becomes more visible. And that's what I do cover in the in the book is more about like these specific areas, you know, so the love and marriage area, the health area, the career area, the the family area. And how to energize that space and how to, you know, find it and really do some work on it. And then below that is what I was talking about these different hidden energies and the different house types. And that's where I help people, like when they kind of dive a bit further and they're like, okay, I know I've done all this stuff that I can kind of do without a professional and I'll go underneath. And this is where I kind of dive in and see what exactly is going on. um, And let's just fix it.
0: Hmm, that's so cool. Well, so we talked about the love and marriage area. What other areas are there? You mentioned a career area and.
1: Yeah. So the career area of your house is your north part of your home. So this is where, and it's it's career, like it's your job, but it's also your life's journey. It's like, what are you doing? What are you experiencing? Where are you going? What's your bigger picture, your bigger vision for this journey that is life? And in that area, you know, I would love recommending people to put things like accolades, you know, awards that they've won or kind of accreditations that they want to get, you know, where are you going? What do you want to be recognized for? How do you want to be seen? In terms of your career i've had clients like put their ideal job descriptions in this area i've had them put their dream companies that they want to work for in this area and they've just like really manifested it and it's it's super interesting because when you start really there's a beautiful synergy between your house supporting you with what it is you want and once you know what you want and you've been doing kind of the personal development work around clearing the belief, clearing any of the limiting beliefs and like traumas or anything that kind of blocks you internally from moving forward and you get this vision, then it's this, this like for me, it's like this third piece of the jigsaw puzzle that's like, oh, right. If I can do give and bring my house into this and have that working with me and kind of like holding the space for your dreams to unfold it's very very powerful and it's one of my it's just one of my favorite things to do
0: swimsuits always look great on the models in the magazines but the thing is most of us are not built like models we come in all different shapes and sizes and that's why i want to tell you about miracle suit these trendy swimsuits are designed for your individual figure I love my suit. I was at the Vibrant Happy Women retreat in February and had a fairly cute suit. And then right after that, my Miracle suit arrived. And it looks like I've lost 20 pounds when I have it on. Well, Miracle suit has tons of styles and sizes and shapes that flatter every body type, including full bust, long torsos and plus sizes. Plus, they have a fit guide that will help you find the perfect style for you. Maybe if you want to slenderize your waist or have a little more tummy control. Now is the perfect time to get your swimsuit from MiracleSuit.com. And they're going to give Vibrant Happy Women listeners 20% off through our special landing page. Plus, in addition to the 20% off, you'll get free shipping anywhere in the U.S. So head over now to MiracleSuit.com slash happywomen and find your dream bathing suit today. You deserve to feel good in that suit. You're going to be in it a lot this summer. Again, that's miraclesuit.com slash happywomen. Hey, do you want to eat healthier and have more meals at home, but you just don't have the time to plan? I think I found the mother load of meal planning. It's called Plan to Eat, and it's a software based in the internet, so you can access it through your phone or computer, and it helps you plan to eat healthy meals. Here's what you do. I spent about an hour entering all the recipes from my nasty brown plastic recipe box. And the recipes look awful, by the way, because eight people using these recipes over and over again. I was happy to get rid of it. Then it's really cool. In the app, all you do is click the four or five or six or seven recipes you want to eat that week, and it will spit out a shopping list based on your recipes. Then you just hold your phone walking through the store (laughs) and you shop for the things you need and you're done. And if you're on the web and you see a recipe you want to try, you can clip it and it will go right into your app. Then you click that and it will add that to your shopping plan. It's really cool. Plan to Eat is a subscription plan available for $4.95 a month or $39 a year. And it will save you so much money because you plan actually what you're going to eat and you only buy what you're going to need. They offer a 30-day free trial. But here's the thing. They're going to give you guys 60 free days to try it out. All you have to do is go to plantoeat.com slash happywomen. No more time writing lists, planning meals on paper, being confused when you're at the store because you forgot your list. It's all on your phone. It's magical. Try it out. You're gonna love it. It's called Plan to Eat. You can get 60 days free at plantoeat.com slash happywomen. Okay, so we have these areas and we can learn more about all of those in your book, The Happy Home, but give us some examples of changes people have made by applying the principles from your book. Yes. Okay. This is one of my favorite questions.
1: <laughs> um, so I'll just give you an example. The first one that comes to mind is a lady in Washington and she came to me to get more visible in her business. She wanted to be more visible, but she also wanted to role model to her son, just a woman who's inner power and really like going after her dreams and achieving them. Like, so she was really like, like a conscious mother, which I know that all mothers are, but she's I really want this like this is important I was like yeah of course so um we worked together and we looked at her career and she was like this is it visibility and my career is where I want to really work on so when we looked at her career area it actually happened to be her bedroom believe it or not and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it is your bedroom. She wasn't working in her bedroom. She had an office. So we did rejig her office. And we, in terms of like setup of her office. So if we want to talk more about office setup, we can totally touch on that one. But we also looked at what the energies were going on in her bedroom. And in her bedroom, she needed to add fire elements. So we're talking about fire elements. And she didn't need to actually you add an actual fire. And I think I just want to show like how it is um, easy to do. And she went to Target. She bought a purple quilt for her bed. And the next day, She's in Washington and she got invited to be on the board of advisors for women in business in like the university. And this is like huge. She's like, oh my, this is amazing for her. And subsequently, she's just had a TV show done about her and her brand and her business. And I'm like, oh, go visibility. (laughs) yeah, Like your business and the visibility. Now at the exact, literally within the 24 hours, her husband got a new construction job And her son won a scholarship worth $70,000 for the Japanese language um, immersion program that she's like, we would never have been able to afford this. And he's just got this. Like, the only thing I did was put the purple thing on the bed. You told me to do. This purple is in the same range as fire element. And that was like pretty much immediately after we worked together and she started implementing. Now, that's like one kind of like, wow, amazing. And then there's the, the others that would have like financial windfalls, like because it's almost like you know if you have the garden hose out in the garden all through the winter and then you turn on the water and the water kind of comes out but it's like and there's all like leaves stuck in it that have been there all winter getting clogged into it and what we do with kind of clearing the energy it's literally we just unclog it so it like brings the flow out and and now just allowing that energy to flow. So I always kind of come to mind Um, one of my very first like actually she was my very first like client in terms of like doing um, feng shui professionally, even though I've been doing it for years. And how that came about was I was actually working with clients one to one, working with like helping them. Their stress, trauma, anxiety. I've kind of like this Mary Poppins bag of like other modalities that I was working with at the time. And this lady, her daughter was my client. She was four at the time, a little nonverbal girl. And I just kept like doing the sessions and I'd be like, tell me about her bedroom. And her mom would be like, she's here to do stuff on like, <laughs> we're here to work with her voice and sound healing and blah. And I was like, there's something in her bedroom so a couple of months later I bump into her in the street and she'd seen like I'm professionally doing feng shui now I have I've always been interested in, but I'm just doing it for clients and she went into the street she's like you used to always talk about her bedroom come and do her house so I got to their house and when we looked at the energies in her bedroom so her bedroom set up wasn't ideal like so for example this little girl's bed didn't have a headboard which is really really important for support Um, her head was to the door so she couldn't see what's coming at her there was a few like fundamental just like You know, there is a little bit of moving furniture stuff with feng shui, but not like fully, fully, fully. The other thing is, yeah, so in that room, when we were looking at, when I was looking at the hidden energies of the room. It was coming up like an energy of like fighting swords, like a war zone. It was just like, ah, oh, it's like really, really hard fighting energy. And the dad came in while I was doing the consultation with the mom and she said, guess what she called it? A war zone. He's like, you know what? All we want is our daughter to sleep. Like if she sleeps, the sister sleeps, we sleep. Everyone gets productive in work. And it's just like so much more. Um, like, you know and it's not that ripple effect of everyone having sleep. you know I have some clients that will come to me because they are having trouble financially. So I was like, this was a you know like the basic need of sleep. So we did her bedroom and the remedy that needs to go in there was water element and she bought like a bubble machine like you know those bubble makers and she put that in and within a week she was sleeping soundly <laughs> and I'm happy to report that she's still sleeping soundly but you know and that's just that positive ripple effect into someone's home and into their family and you know, like I said, there's homes that I have gone to that have been absolutely, you know, I did small studio apartments in New York to huge multi-million dollar mansions. And it doesn't actually matter the size of the house, the apartment or, you know, how beautiful, aesthetically beautiful it is, because, you know, I have gone to houses that have been super wealthy people and everyone's fighting like that bickering couple that we kind of hypothetically put in and, you know, the children arguing 100 percent like, Ugh! to really just wanting to calm the energy where there's more ease, more flow, better communication, more friendship, like, and just a sense of like being supported.
0: I love that. And if someone bought your book, would they be able to do this on their own? So what they will get when they buy the book, you will get a clear, clear energy, a clear path
1: to like where to start with feng shui. And that will bring you to a place of like where I have at the very end, a quiz of like kind of analyzing what your house type is, I don't go into the nitty gritty of like how I calculate those numbers and find the specific energies and how to fix them. But I do give you like a really clear roadmap into like feeling the energy of your home, connecting with the energy of your home, doing a kind of analysis of it, because a lot of people don't kind of like, it's almost like this place has been taken for granted, you know, and once you start, you know, taking notice of it and organizing it and, you know, becoming aware of the different areas. So you will find the areas, You'll find different suggestions of things that you can do. And then after they can do a quiz. And that's where it kind of leads on to like, there's a, you need a professional eye to actually analyze and say that specifically exactly what's going on with your house <laughs> to fix this. But I've seen and heard absolutely amazing, amazing results from people who've read the book and uh, sim- the program that's similar. And um, it actually has the same name, the Happy Home Course. And really just huge aha moments as you just move through your home and it starts kind of like communicating back with you. Mm, the Happy Home Course. Where could we learn more about that? So I also have the Happy Home course and the Feng Shui Mastery Program. And essentially the Happy Home book leads into kind of just preparation of your house for diving into the deeper levels energetically and getting a specific report based on what is going on in your house um, and how to fix it. You know, so these are like these hidden energies that, um, without being, you know, without fear mongering anybody, but like if there is stressful things happening in your home and you have gone through, for example, watching Marie Kondo and tidied everything up, like even when I watch the program, there's some things that I would be fundamentally be like, well, oh, that needs to be changed. And this needs to be moved. And that this and there's some things that I would see just on the surface that could be done to improve the house. And that's what I talk about in the happy home book. And then the next level is that deeper level where I work with people and um, are amazing feng mastery where you know every house is unique we create a personal report for your home and tell you how to get it as supportive as you possibly could for you and your family
0: cool that sounds amazing we'll have links to that on our show notes page at slash 153 and patricia let's talk about your favorite book aside from the one we've been discussing <laughs> um oh my god i just love
1: books so much this is like the hardest question you could ever ask me <laughs> But honestly, one of my favorite books is The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success from Deepak Chopra. It's one of my very early days of spiritual books. And when I read it, I was like, "Uh uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. So I absolutely adore that. But um, in terms of biographies, because I I just read so many different books, I really, really loved Open by André Agassi.
0: Open. Oh, I haven't read that one. Okay. It's amazing. Like, amazing. Okay. Check it out. Cool. And what does your morning routine
1: look like? So my morning routine varies a little bit. When I'm in Bali, it is get up, do a little meditation, head to yoga, have a coconut after yoga, scoot your home, dip in the pool, have a smoothie and get down to work for the day and then head off to singing or to choir or to like a sound healing or some kind of like meet some friends and kind of just a pretty easy life in Bali. Um, Here in Slovenia, it's a little bit different. We actually had planned to go ski most mornings. But um, our accommodation fell through, so we're in a different place. So we usually wake up, do a little meditation, head for a walk, um, have our breakfast, and then dive in to do some work. Um, and the evenings actually have been just doing a lot of connecting with some people online because living in Valley the time zones haven't really worked out. So I'm having a great time just like connecting with
0: friends and reading. Oh, that's um, fun. Here. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. And what's your favorite easy meal?
1: So my favorite easy meal is roast chicken.
0: <laughs> I absolutely
1: love um, a really nice roast dinner. And I do find it really easy. And I love
0: making really good gravy. Yum. Oh, what's your gravy (laughs) recipe? How do you make it? So
1: I make gravy with a splash of white wine. And when I've cooked the onion, I usually have lemon and garlic inside it, roasted. So then the gravy also gets the lemon, the garlic squished into it and the (laughs) lemon. Yeah. So it's like the stock of the gravy, some white wine, Maybe it depends on how good the stock is, whether I've, like, burned it a little bit or not. (laughs) It's a bit crunchy. I'm like, oh, okay, I need to use a stock cube. And then some flour and water and just
0: whisking it all up. Ooh, sounds yummy. Mm -hmm. And what does it mean for you to be a vibrant and happy woman?
1: Being a vibrant and happy woman, for me, is just about freedom. Like, freedom and fun are, like, two of my, like, core values. So the capacity to kind of go where I want and do what I want, but also share my message. So freedom and fun and kind of like for me, I think that other people I've heard about feng shui can get like really serious about it. And I'm like, I just want it to be approachable and easy. Like I think that if we could try and make life as easy as
0: possible, that makes life a lot more fun. And you can get more freedom as well from that. Awesome. Freedom and fun. Who doesn't want that? I think. uh, (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Well, everyone check out Patricia's book, The Happy Home, A Guide to Creating a Happy, Healthy, Wealthy Life, All the Things. And Mm -hmm. um, where can we find you if we want to learn more about what you're doing?
1: So you can find me at PatriciaLohan.com. And I have actually a weekly tip that goes out. And you can go to my website and get like tons of tiny little one-minute miracle tips that you can, how to get started with feng shui. Like, oh, I'll just watch this one today and do that one. And also on Instagram, I'm at Lohan Patricia, where I share plenty of stories kind of behind the scenes of my life. And also some more tips there too. If you are an listening I have a beautiful guide how to feng shui your office for success so there's some more tips on setting up your office and getting your house kind of aligned and then I have another guide around money and how to block some of those money leaks that could be happening in your home that you may not even realize
0: and those are on patricialohan.com yes those sound great well Patricia this has been fun and I appreciate you being on the show Thank you so much for this opportunity. I really enjoyed it.
1: And I hope that everyone got some useful nuggets and you can start just small. Start with just like cleaning your front door and welcoming in some new positive energy into your home.
0: Mm, Beautiful. Thank you so much. Appreciate you being here. There you have it. The best home decorating tip of all time. Treat your home as if it's a vision board. Vision boards, what do they do for us? Well, they inspire us, they keep our goals and dreams in the forefront of our mind why not make your home a vision board? Having things around you that inspire you and help you remember your goals and dreams. Maybe you have a little area with a picture of a place you want to go, or maybe you have a book about a country you're going to visit, or maybe you have some crystals that inspire you. Whatever it is, just creating that inspiration that helps you be the person you want to be. So go do one thing now that will make your home more inspirational, that will help you feel the way you want to feel at home just one little thing and see what happens. Maybe it will help more of your dreams to become a reality even sooner. And at the very least, it will make your home feel amazing. Well, I will be back later this week with a happy bit. And back again next week, speaking with Jill Stanton, all about how she is simplifying her life and really letting go of all the stress and the pressures that used to plague her. And so, I will see you again next week. Until then, make it a vibrant and happy week. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Vibrant Happy Women podcast at www.jenridea.com.